As Gio here, just tuning in live from Rhythmia here in Costa Rica. I'm actually going to record my uh, geocast here. I figured I'd just go live at the same time just to share on Instagram. So it's been quite the interesting week. Um, you know, the closeout of rainy season here in Costa Rica. So it's uh, been a bit crazy. And um, yeah, I invited a friend of mine, Jenya, a good brother of mine, to come to Costa Rica to experience Rhythmia with me. And like the day of the flight, his flight, um, he calls me. He's like, hey, my flight got changed, got canceled. He's like, going to come on Monday. And I know like coming to Rhythmia, you got to be here for the full experience. So we pulled a miracle. We ended up getting him to go through El Salvador. I sent a taxi driver to pick him up at um, about midnight. He got here at 5 a.m. Monday morning. And uh, the week started. Sunday night, <clears throat> we had the group band. So we did this group breath works, probably about 85 people here this week. So it's a really big group. And, um, you know, I'm getting ready and I can't find my guitar pick for my guitar. And we go in, we do the session, amazing, powerful breathwork session. I go to like halfway through, the headset stops working. So I can't hear me. I go to try to fix the headset. I step on the cord that unplugs the whole sound system. And it was just really funny just to like, just really surrender and roll with it. I get the guitar and for some reason it just sounded just really weird. I didn't have a pick. It was quite funny. We got through it. We had a great share. And I'm walking back to my room. And I'm like, man, I should have asked if anyone has a pick. And literally my next door neighbor comes up to me. And he's like, hey, man, uh, do you need an extra pick? <laughs> I'm like, you don't say. He's like, yeah, I just got a whole bag of extra picks here if you, if you need a couple. So he gives me a whole bunch of extra picks. And that kind of started the synchronicity of the week. So Jenya gets to the next day. You know, we do the ice bath experience, um, you know, with about 85 people. It was an uh, amazing experience. And... We get ready for ceremony. So ceremony starts at um, usually around 5.30 as the sun's setting. And, you know, it's been probably um, since I think April was the last time I drank and sat with medicine. And it's been a really busy summer, hectic, a lot of moving pieces. Um, and so, you know, I was thinking about coming in to the ceremony right before as I wrote a few intentions down. Um, you know, just in my notepad here about like, you know, what I want to focus on the ceremony. And um, one of them was, um, you know, just about personal freedom was one of the things I wrote down, that trust and surrender as always. And I was thinking, you know, should I start with two cups? I like to start with two cups off the bat, um, just because I'm going to drink at least two cups anyways. And it's way easier to swallow at the beginning than it is to, to, to swallow medicine the more you go into it. You know, you get nauseous and you're throwing up and all that kind of fun stuff, ayahuasca. So... I just say, you know what, it's Monday, I'm going to go easy. So I get up to the front and Oscar uh, is serving. It's the first time he's serving, so he doesn't really, um, he's never served me before. And right when I get there, he's like, I'm like, I pass him my cup. He's like, Gio, one cup or two? No, one cup or, and I felt in that moment, it was like the ayahuasca was speaking to me. It was kind of like taunting me. Hey, Clarissa, it's like, you sure you, you just want to do one or, you know, let's go for it. I took that as a sign. So, okay, fine, let's do two. So you take the two, go sit down, nothing happens. Two hours of silence go by, nothing happens. Okay, they call for the second cup. Get up, take the second cup, go back, lay down. Waiting, 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 nothing's happening, nothing's happening. And then I'm like getting in my head, I'm like, okay, what's going on? Is this medicine week? Is it, you know, Oscar, like the shaman? I'm trying to like, my mind is trying to process like what's going on right now. Well, how come I'm not feeling anything? Because it's been a few hours. I'm like, okay, let me go for a walk and see what's going on. So I go for a walk to the bathroom and people are obviously messed up. Like people are making noises, throwing up, you know, it's, it's kind of like a, it's getting a bit crazy in there, you know, as an 85 person ceremony. 
it's okay. It's a, it's a localized issue. It's not, it's not <laughs> the medicine's working. Uh, it's just not working for me right now. So I lay down, I started getting in my head, like maybe I didn't prep properly for the ceremony. The crazy day, I did my workshop. I was trying to get uh, Jenya all sorted out and just really starting to get in my head around intention. And, you know, and then, then it's like the medicine just stopped me. And it's like, it's kind of silly to write these things down. Although I do it, it's a good practice, but it's like, um, this habit of with your mind thinking like, hey, I need to write things down in order for them to happen. And it was just trying to show me how like your intention should be planted in your heart all the time, the way you live with intention. And all these little things you write down is is not so important um, if you can live from a place of pure intention. And so I started thinking about that and I started thinking about just the trust and surrender. And um, it started talking to me about freedom and it was also saying that freedom is not something you can construct in your mind. Freedom is not, there's a concept of freedom that sounds interesting and that is exciting about like, hey, I should be able to travel wherever I want. I should be able to do what I want. No one should tell me what I should do. I should have medical freedom, the right to like have a gun or whatever. Like, you know, these concepts of what I want. Um, and what happens next is um, it shows me how if you can change your definition of freedom and be clear on what that is, that it's not conditional on the external world, you can be free whenever you want in a way that no one could take it. So how do you want to feel? How do you want to present yourself? How do you want to um, show up even when people are trying to take things away from you? And, and it's that kind of free will to do, to decide and to react to however you want to. And it was trying to show me that from a way that doesn't come from the mind. And so as soon as I kind of like unlocked that understanding, the medicine just opened up immediately. And I'm like, hey, this is really weird. Like three hours later, I, I'm thinking like chemical reaction. You take something, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, you should have a response, get into, you know, maybe some psychedelic visions. But this was like, it was waiting for me until I was able to have the understanding. And then the drunkenness came. And then the rest of the night was just like a celestial party. Amazing. End up being super drunk after that. So I couldn't get up. And even like the whole night, it was like, before I had the realization, I was like, in my mind, what should I do? Should I go for a walk? Should I do some rapé? Should I go get another drink? All trying to figure out the situation with my mind. I'm a very mental person. And every time I tried to get up, it just like would just like push me back down. Like, you're not moving. I didn't feel drunk, but I couldn't get up. It was a sign of like being patient. And this has been a theme in my life is to be patient. Because I'm always like, go, 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 get things done. And, you know, um, ended up not sleeping at all because I just felt really drunk the rest of the night, kind of in my head a bit, like, active. Um, but the, it was, like, kind of just trying to teach me how to relax and get on my mind. So that was day one. And last night, it was day two, it was Tuesday night, and um, Chris is serving. And, you know, I get there, and he asked me how my night was, and, like, it's great, um, I had a great night. And um, he's like, yeah, you know, this medicine's uh, really strong. I go, yeah, I'm stronger than yesterday. It's like, yeah, it's really strong. I'm like, okay. I go sit down, you know, I'm just really feeling to my intention, which was trust and surrender again, just like ultimate trust and um, asking for a deep healing and asking Mother Ayahuasca just to take me into her arms, whatever that means. I'm building this like kind of relationship with Ayahuasca where we kind of we have conversations now. Remember before it was just like psychedelic explosions. So I'm pretty pretty confident I'm going to start off with two cups um, tonight. So I get to the front and um, Kato is serving. 
And she's like, um, I'm like, so yeah, I'm thinking too tonight. She's like, oh, this is strong medicine. Are you sure? And I'm like, okay, you know what? I'll leave it up to you. I'll leave it in your hands. And she's like, okay. So she gives me the big cup. I drink the big cup. It feels like, you know, three gulps or something. I don't even know. It was, it was a lot. But it always goes down easiest at the beginning. Again, I go lie down. Two hours of silence. Waiting, waiting, waiting. Nothing is happening. I'm like, okay, come on. Not this again. Finally get up. They call for the second cup. I get up. I get to the front. I start to feel a wave of nausea. I'm like, oh, this is not good. I'm like, okay, let me just try to settle it down just so I can get the medicine as I'm talking. I'm like, hey, look, just give me this opportunity. Let me drink some, settle down. I'll go sit down. And then, you know, if I need to puke there, make me make me do it. So I take the cup and, like, I, get, I gag. And then I go down to one knee, like, just, like, kind of, like, makes me, like, fall down. Holding it, holding it. I just couldn't hold it any longer. I just, like, purged. Like, there's, like, violent, deep, like, cathartic purge. But I was like, oh, man, I'm purging. I didn't even feel drunk yet, drunk off the medicine. Finish that, I get right back up. I'm like, okay, uh, Chris, you know, give me one more. It's like, hey, let's just do a, let's do a half this time. Because I, I didn't really count that one because I felt like it didn't stay in long enough. So I take that half and then I go lie down. And immediately I go into this, like, this dream where I'm like envisioning the cup that I just drank. And it's kind of like going backwards in time, showing me like the trip it took to get all the way to here, um, you know, back to like someone brewing it and putting their prayer intention into it, back to like being being cut and chopped from the vine all the way back to like being a vine living in the Amazon and I was just there in the rainforest and I could see the ants crawling on it and the water dripping on it and the nature all around me. I was like oh this is amazing so this is what it's like to be a vine and she started speaking to me she's like you know that's what what the experience of a human looking at a vine is but that's not how we experience it because a vine doesn't have eyes we don't see what you see and it's like you really want to see and I'm like yeah I do so all of a sudden, I become the energy of the plant. It was like this green glowing energy. Um, and I could feel the forest around me. I could feel the ants crawling on me, but not like like texture, like the energy of them. And I was like, oh, wow, this is the most interesting experience as I'm like diving into the spirit of ayahuasca. And, and the thought comes, it's like, I wonder what it's like to be harvested, of course. And so, and so she's like, She's like, you know, when, when we get harvested, it's kind of like we, we it's our intention. Like we know this is going to happen. We, we give ourselves, um, we give ourselves up. For, oh, sorry, just missed the call. I'm going to put this on. Do not disturb. And the alarm went off at the same time. Um, and so, and so the ayahuasca is like, um, I want to experience what, what it's like to be harvested. And so... Here I'm looking with my eyes again, waiting for like lights to cut through, to things to cut, maybe some pain, whatever, this experience. And nothing happens. And I'm like, okay, I'm ready. Like, like, show it to me. And she's like, no, it already happened. Like, humans are so attached to the material and physical world. They they're they're so detached from spirit. And plants and the and the animal kingdom and even plants, they live in spirit like almost all the time. And like their physical manifestation is just you know how they present themselves in the physical world but all of all they do is energy and they feel and when the vine was harvested nothing changed and it showed me the continuity of spirit as in the physical world something changes but the spirit of the plant lives on forever it was such a deep kind of lesson to me about trusting which was my intention and um, the human spirit and how do we get more in touch with that how do you get more in touch with your human spirit to feel more seamless as we go through this life and eventually as we transition
So it was all good. I thought, what a beautiful lesson tonight. I'm good. I'm feeling, you know, the afterglow of ayahuasca where it's just a sense of euphoria. You feel kind of like a really amazing buzz, seeing some colors and patterns, geometric shapes. Your body feels light. And the live band starts playing. And the, the musicians at Rhythmia are just like out of this world, especially on the medicine. So go sit down. Uh, Cuckoo's playing. And really just like I become one with the medicine. Really just like closing my eyes. I could feel the beat of the music. And the, they got these like flutes and guitars and singing. And really just lose myself in it. And I'm like, okay, I'm saying you're Chris, the shaman. I'm like, Chris, whenever, whenever, you, if you have time and you feel up to it, I'd love to do a healing. And they do this healing where they have like these feathers and um, these plants and they put like uh, lotions on you and they pray and they chant. And so he's like, yeah, just, I'm going to build to serve the third cup. Just wait right here. As soon as I serve that, you know, because it's getting late, um, I'll do it. He's like, you want another cup? I'm like, no, no, I'm in a really good space right now. I don't need another cup. So I'm sitting there and he goes to serve the cup. And each person that goes and takes a cup, as I'm watching, I feel like I am drinking that cup at the same time. So each cup, the, the, the intensity grows a little bit. Next cup grows a little bit more. By the third cup, I'm like, oh, I'm going I'm gonna, I'm gonna to freak out. Like, I'm going to lose my mind because I know the feeling of when it's coming up to that kind of like crazy experience. And immediately I get up because I don't want to freak out like in front of, in the middle of everyone and like create a disaster in the, in the lineup. I run to my mat, I dive into it and immediately... I'm like crippled by the ayahuasca. And it's funny because earlier I was questioning, I was like, oh, this is not that strong. Like if this is strong medicine, like, I don't know, maybe like I've, I've got like um, built up a um, tolerance to it or something, but no, it grabbed me by like my collar and put me down and was just like made me beg for my life. Like just like my head was gonna explode, start sweating. I felt like I was gonna puke, but like super intense. Couldn't see my eyes were open. All I saw was colors. And I was just like begging with it, please have mercy on me. Like, and, and there's a thing about surrender, which I learned a good lesson last night. It was like, I, I thought I was surrendering, but it was me really giving up. And there was a difference. Because in the past, when I would have these intense experiences, the ayahuasca would just take me. I didn't have a choice. It would just like blow me to smithereens, be very hard and challenging. But when I came back on the other side, it was so amazingly beautiful. And I hadn't had one of those experiences in a little while. And I knew that, you know, when it happens, it's like, it's not comfortable. It's, it's scary. And so what it said was, after I was like, after it allowed me to just settle down, it said, okay, you don't want to do this, no problem. Here you go. And it just had such mercy on me. I was grateful in the moment, just sweating, just like breathing. But it was like true surrender is surrendering into that intense experience. So you have a choice. You can completely let go and lose your mind here and see what happens and most of the time almost always it becomes turns into something beautiful with a deep 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 teaching but i wasn't i was scared and i said no and what i thought was a good practice and surrender was me really just giving up and saying hey like not now and it said you know you're gonna have to choose now because you know that's the true surrender is letting go knowing that's your choice to die in this experience. I was like, wow, like the pressure, but um, missed opportunity also in that moment, kind of regret, but also knowing that the next time I might have this opportunity again, and I'm going to have to try my best to kind of push through the fear and surrender into the magic of the unknown. And so that's where it kind of left off with that kind of real lesson about true surrender and trust. And, you know, in all my past experiences, the medicine always rewards courage and trust. And so I'm going to take that back tonight.
to the medicine. Night three, Wednesday night. And I love the way they stack four in a row because you really get the time to work and come back. Totally exhausted. Haven't slept in two days, which also breaks you down a little bit. It makes the mind a little tired, so it can't be so analytical and just really surrender. And um, I'm just really looking forward to seeing, you know, what experience tonight might bring. So if you have any questions or anything you want to share, um, thank you for listening. This is going to be recorded as a geocast. So I create these like short 20 minute podcasts, you know, every week, every couple of weeks. For those that want to tune in, I share them on here. It's on SoundCloud. It's on um, iTunes. I just love to hear from you guys. Any feedback, anything that um, resonates with you or um, that you have any questions. I just love hearing from you guys. Love sharing as well. So um, big night tonight. Thank you guys for tuning in. And um, yeah, hopefully we'll sit in ceremony someday together here with me. I'd love to uh, share that experience with you because I think the medicine experience is um, something that's so life-changing. see 85 people come here from all different walks of life, all different kind of things that they're working on. And day by day, you see people like light up, change, like realization, you know, a couple here from India, you know, first time. There's people from like Australia and just different parts of the world and just coming and sharing like their path to get here and you know, how it's opening them up slowly. And there's a lot of fear and courage required as well. Um, so yeah, that's it for today. I'm excited for the rest of the week. And um, yeah, stay tuned for more. Have a great day, guys. Peace.